1958, John C. Koss invented the world's first SP3 stereophone here in Milwaukee and forever changed the way we all listen to music. Koss Corporation is proud to support the Experience Milwaukee podcast and its listeners with the world's greatest headphones. Uh, Roger that holding. You annoy me. <laughs> uh, Adam, I'm kidding. Welcome I live to the to give. Adam. Welcome to back to the Experience Milwaukee podcast. How are you? It's great to be back, Steve. Is it? Hell yeah. Good. Uh, I'm glad because uh, I'll invite you back next week too. Oh, whew. this week by week basis stuff is really stressful, but I understand. Yeah. You, yeah. Um. Anyway, I'm a little stressed. Is it episode. because of how awesome our sponsors are and how we need to equally match their awesomeness? That's now you just made it worse because oh, that was sorry. not part of my stress. But now you fit them for a straitjacket added to my. Uh, no, I'm out of few bourbon. Whoa, Paul, this is a cry for help. It's <laughs> a shameless <laughs> cry for help. Um, yeah, so, uh, yes, but otherwise I am not equally as cool as our sponsors, which, you know, few spirits cost stereo phones, which I call headphones and, yes. uh, indeed brewing. Right. And lest we not forget the studio, the studio experience Milwaukee podcast transfer pizzeria and cafe. Yeah. Order some pizza right now and get it for Do takeout it. or curbside. Pause the podcast or delivery. Order some takeout. Come back to us right now with pizza in your face. I wonder if you ordered for delivery and just like ordered from your car and just kept driving around if they could find you. <laughs> if they could, I think that would be a bigger problem. Anyway, you know what's <laughs> even better than uh, having sponsors? It's our guest tonight. It is our guest tonight. I'm super excited. I, I mean, I get excited for every show, but this is going to be... We're turning the tables tonight. Yeah. We are. We it's have, a big deal. We have Elizabeth Kay on the show. Elizabeth, how are you? Hey. I'm so excited to be on with you guys, especially because you are willing to record it earlier than normal because I go to bed pretty early. I bet. So thanks for making the exception for me, you guys. It's no problem we're at all. We're glad to do it. Uh, we're just neglecting uh, a total of five kids in the process. But don't worry about that. Mm -hmm. Yeah. You know, it's fine. They understand. I'm sure they'll get along without us. They'll recover. Yeah. They'll recover. Well, and recover. shout out to your sponsors, by the way. Transfer Pizza is one of those places that if people come to Milwaukee, I always tell them if you want the best bruschetta oh, ever, yes. you go to Transfer. I'm serious. The bruschetta salami yes. is so good. And like their garlic cream sauce. I've tried to make that at home and I, I absolutely cannot but yes. that building is so cool when my dad grew up in Bayview he that was like a pharmacy at one point and mm -hmm. they used to go there and like get medication back in the day and you know Advil and things like that so it's just it's such a cool building right there on the corner um support your local businesses and get the bruschetta salami you will not regret it I often order one of those just for the drive home <laughs> it doesn't make it home. No, I order one for the family and one for the drive home. That's mine. 
That's just smart. And are we drinking? Yes. I've listened to your podcast. Yes. I know you guys are, are drinking. We so are I'm drinking. drinking a pumpkin lager. I decided Ooh. to go to go fall. Yes. Okay. Uh, you have a brewery that sponsors you, don't you? We do, but we indeed sponsor us. Won't, but you can. I won't plug another one. Give a shout. But it's a local brewery. It's are all about. Sure? It's okay. all no, about Milwaukee. All, yeah. It's okay. all about Milwaukee, and it's all about collaboration. So, so we're happy to shout out Lakefront Brewery. Their pumpkin lager that oh, is one of our so favorites good. this time of the year. And when I was downstairs in our basement bar, I was rummaging through, and I'm like, okay, do I want to go Miller Lite? Because I'm rocking my Miller Lite sweatshirt. Not even planned. <laughs> just I'm in sweats right now at my house, and this is one of my favorite sweatshirts that I actually bought at Summerfest. And I'm not just trying to plug all things Milwaukee. Sure. True story. And so I'm like, oh yeah, Miller Lite's great. I do. I like Miller Lite. But the pumpkin lager right now, and it's cold out tonight, this is perfect. It's really good. It, the only thing that makes it better is a, a campfire. I know, right? Yes. Oh. Yeah. I um oh, I have some bourbon. Not not Ooh. few. But I'm that's why I'm I'm stressed. So if you guys hear it, if you feel it <laughs> tonight, that's it. This is that's we did awesome. this summer we did our first ever mint infused bourbon. Mm. And it was phenomenal mint yeah so we in our in our garden this year we just grew a bunch of different stuff and every year i try to grow something different i mean i always have your standard basil and tomatoes and things like that but we grew mint because hmm. we like mojitos and we had so much mint if you ever grow it it's out of control and it has to be in its own separate <laughs> pot which i learned the hard way last year because it just took over everything <laughs> what you can do is you can make mint infused really anything and so yes. we made mint infused bourbon and the fun part is you have to taste it every night just to make sure it gets to the right mintiness yeah and then you could take the mint out and put it in a mason jar and it'll last you you have forever. you have to make sure you have to Whoa. test it all the time it's part of it you have to test it yes. <laughs> it is Six required you have to test it adam what what's on what's in your glass Oh, um, I went also went with beer, but um, I didn't have any fall favorites. I usually have some sort of Oktoberfest, but spoiler alert, I finished all of it. <laughs> um, so, <laughs> so I am drinking and indeed brewing uh, shenanigans. Shenanigans. Ale. Yeah. It's so drinkable. It's one of my favorite beers of theirs. Um, other than uh, Flavor Wave IPA, which is the only famously IPA you like? I hate. Yeah. Yeah. and i like that one i just like the title because if you're gonna drink shenanigans it means you've got to get into some shenanigans. <laughs> exactly the drink <laughs> told me to do it it then it's yeah. the drink's fault shenanigans, come on it's the drink's yep, fault exactly um cool uh well this okay so we're, we're learning a lot about you but we're gonna pretend we don't know anything about you we we're, we don't know that you grow mint in your yard Maybe we do, <laughs> but we don't We've know. Already forgotten. Let's uh, let's rewind and just give us the high level backstory. Uh, you know, not just of what you're doing today, but um, your kind of journey th through there because I yeah, think that's going to yeah, it's going to give some some good Milwaukee flavor in there. Yeah, I I'm pretty Milwaukee. I'll tell you that much. And I'm here in this city still doing what I do every day because I love Milwaukee that much, and there's nowhere else I'd I'd rather be. But the backstory is. I grew up in Bayview, right there off of KK in Oklahoma. My dad's family all grew up in Bayview as well. And I went to Thomas More High School. My first job was delivering the Milwaukee Journal Rock after on. school. Yes. And then I delivered the Milwaukee Journal Sentinel when they merged. And that was before school, which I didn't realize was already getting me 
ready for these early morning hours because it was the worst to get up for that in high school with my dad flicking the lights. Come on, get up. We got to do this. And I have my wagon and it's snowing and I'm delivering the paper. But one of the best jobs I ever had because I always had cash on me and I loved that. And it was right in my neighborhood. And we had really great neighbors growing up there in Bayview. And uh, after I graduated from uh, Thomas More there on the South Side, I went to UW-Milwaukee and my parents told me that if you're going to go to the local college, you need to experience the college life. So I lived in the dorms, even though my parents were 10 minutes, 15 minutes away. Mm -hmm. And it was smart that they had me do that because I really did get a different view of the city. I was living on my own in the city that I grew up with. And I just really saw such a cool side of it, the east side and I mean, you know, from parking tickets to walk into the bars on North Avenue, I mean, Joe Cats, like it was so cool to be in my city I grew up in. Now I'm in college and I'm one of those people that studied what I'm still doing today. I did go to school for journalism broadcasting with a focus in television and I do work part time with WISN 12 News. I do some television work with them, but I love music. I love talking with people. I love telling stories. I'm really into pop culture. And that's where the idea of radio kind of played in. And then when I graduated, I went up to Green Bay, where I lived there for four years, the last four years of Favre, which was unbelievable. Absolutely love that. I said Favre left and then I left. And by leaving, I came back to Milwaukee. Uh But there there was a time, though, in that when I was in Green Bay doing more radio up there on a country station where I didn't think I'd be back in Milwaukee. I had sent radio package all over the country from Colorado to Florida to Oregon, Maine, Nashville. I went down there for a couple of interviews and it wasn't until my grandfather, who I was very close to, who was also sometimes called the mayor of Bayview. He was very involved in the city, very involved in a lot of the development in Bayview um, he was one of the people behind the home bridge even coming about. Oh, wow. And I, yeah, and I was really close with my grandpa. And when he got sick, it kind of made me think, okay, Milwaukee's a great city. Why, why would I want to leave Milwaukee? My whole family's there. And I wanted to raise a family by family. Mm-hmm. And it really took my grandfather passing away to have me realize that. So funeral happened and... I remember talking with my uh, husband at the time and we said, let's move back. Let's do this. So we moved back, but there was no radio job lined up. So I started working at First Stage Children's Theater, which I was a first stage kid when I was younger. I did shows with First Stage and I was one of their academy students. Oh, it's the best place on earth. First Stage truly is the best place on earth for kids. I can't stress enough what kids learn from First Stage, life skills through stage skills, And again, this was another experience that was only helping me and grooming me for this radio job, which at the time I didn't know it when I'm 15 years old. But I look back on it and I think about storytelling and speaking in front of people and how to just warm up your voice and your body before a show to learning empathy and meeting different people of different races. And I went to a bat mitzvah and a bar mitzvah and I went to a Catholic high school and that that wasn't normally what I was exposed to in Milwaukee. And first stage is just such a great place. And I always say that that's like in school, for example, kids are always 
told, okay, you know, one plus one equals two, which it does, but at first stage, it can equal whatever you want and you can use your imagination. And it's just such a great place. But so I, I ended up going to college besides for journalism broadcasting for PR and marketing. So I was their marketing manager and did some PR for them, but I was part-time at the mix through a friend of a friend. Tell me if you've heard that story before. Someone oh, knows someone. Networking play. That's, exactly, that, right? That's yeah. how Adam got on and this that, podcast. Actually. <laughs> yeah. Right? It's yeah. just how Pretty it works. Yeah. Well, and it's also what's so great about Milwaukee. You've heard the saying, small walkie. Someone knows mm-hmm. someone. Mm-hmm. And I was able to fill in on the morning show on the mix doing full time at first stage. And then a year and a half later, they offered me the full time job, which I turned down. I was, again, married at the time. And I was looking to like have all these kids. And I thought that's what my life was going to be. I was going to have all these children and I was going to work at first stage. And well, life happened and sadly no babies and then um, a divorce. And then I, um, before the divorce did take the job at first, I did did back up, did take the job at the mix. Mm -hmm. I said no originally because I really just thought, I don't know if I want to do media. I know it's very demanding of my time. It's early hours. I was kind of afraid, honestly. I was nervous I was going to fail in my home city in front of my family members. It was just kind of nerve-wracking. There was a a little bit of pressure. It's a really public kind of job. Oh, gosh, absolutely. And and so then I... It was it was actually it was my ex that said, you need to call Brian Kelly back. That's my boss at the mix. Mm -hmm. And he said, you're going to regret this. You need to call him back. And I thought about it and I said, all right, let's have a conversation. So we did. We sat down and we talked and I told him some of my concerns and he laid it all out and said, you're who we want, though. What can we do to make this work? And I just said, all right. I mean, let's let's go. And I was terrified. I was so (laughs) nervous to do it. But I've been there now 12 years and, and it really worked out. It's completely changed my life. And I love that I can connect with Milwaukee in such a different way with through this job, whether it be social media or appearances. I'm waking up my city. I love so much. And I'm really glad I took the leap of faith to go into radio because all those kids I was supposed to have didn't happen. I have my my stepson, Brayson, who's 15, who I adore and love as my own. Uh-huh. And he's just the absolute coolest, best kid ever. And I'm so lucky to have him in my life. And I'm, I'm remarried to his dad, Eric. And I met him through radio. So it just worked out. That's awesome. Um, Adam, there's some parallels to her story and yours and how you got on this podcast. Are there? Now, so Elizabeth, were you... Um, hanging out with the the previous host <laughs> and just telling that host what to do all the time and the host got so pissed like, off do you want to just fill in do you just want to fill in for one that's that's great that you did that i love it it will see the, the, my first partner was kid o'shea who yeah. is also a local guy and well-known radio voice in milwaukee and when i first met him I was so nervous because I grew up listening to him and I mm-hmm. thought, oh my gosh, he's going to think I'm the biggest dork ever. <laughs> I, I, I don't know. You know, I'm not as polished as he is. I'm not as experienced as he is. I came from small market Green Bay, but we hit it off. We are still very close friends. We constantly text and call each other. He's moved on to DC where he's doing uh, television full time, still does some radio yeah. on the side as well. But yeah, I kind of just filled in and it helped. I think that I didn't have an agenda. I wasn't going in there looking for a job. Right. I was just filling in for the morning host. 
Oh, um, sure. Okay. Adam, Adam used to ring my doorbell, and I would open the door. He wouldn't even say hello. He would just say, you know, about the podcast, and then he'd go on to some <laughs> tangent, and I would close the door on him. So are you neighbors, or how do you two know each other? We worked together in the past, and we've stayed friends, and... Um, uh, I would, I, the, the truth is I would often call him and ask him things about the podcast. And then I one day just said, Hey, you want to jump on and like, let's talk about what's coming up this weekend. Things from our perspective that we think are, could be fun. And it just worked out really well. And so, uh, he somehow found his way on. Yep. Well, that that's, worked that, out. That, yeah. That's a really nice way of saying that, uh, I'd listen to every episode and I'd send him a bunch of notes. <laughs> And That's then he great. then he got on the show and then he stopped listening. No, I still listen. I'm kidding. I just I have a I just have a really hard time listening to my own voice. It's cool when we're recording because I can't really hear myself. That is really common, and yeah, we all go through it. Mm-hmm. There is a side hustle that I just started doing with um, a friend of mine. Do you remember Katrina Cravey from Fox Six? Absolutely. Yeah. 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 So she started. Uh, she left television, and she and I have stayed friends. And she's been a mentor to me. And she started this second business. It's called Charisma Q, and I'm one of her Charisma Q coaches. And we basically coach people how to be on video since so much right now is on zoom how to interview how to answer questions how to get your set right where you should look all kinds of things all the the biggest thing yeah and one of the biggest things people say is they hate hearing their voice back Mm -hmm. and it's so normal but the more you do it the more you get used to it because your ears adjust to what you sound like sort of outside of your brain it's very true because uh, unlike Adam, I edit the podcasts every week and, uh, um, I, I, I think I've gotten closer to just it being a little bit closer to normal. Yeah. You'll get used to it. So it it is really odd though. When you hear yourself back and you're like, why do I, why do I sound like that? <laughs> yes. What is this? Why there I... are tapes. There yeah. are tapes that I tell people when I, when I first started at FM 106, that's where I started when I was in college mm-hmm. before I got my full-time job. I have cassette tapes that no one will ever, ever, ever hear <laughs> because they are awful. They are so bad. Oh, yeah. Gonna, wait, oh. do you still have them? Oh yeah. I know where they are, but no one else knows where they are. Oh, <laughs> Good. Boy. Um, but uh, the second part to your question or second answer part to your question is uh, we are neighbors. We we, yes. we we both live near each other, and um, we're we're close to the station too. You're close to the radio station. Yeah, we're in uh, Greendale. Right oh, now, nice. we're right yeah. outside. I'm yeah. just <laughs> oh my god! Well, I'm not there yet. I'm at my home in Waukesha right now. Yeah, I know. We'll <laughs> wait. The station. There's not we'll a whole wait. lot going on there right now. Yeah, we'll just look in the. We'll just peer in the windows like a bunch of weirdos. <laughs> Carving your name. Uh no. Um, what? So, the the morning show stuff. The the hustle. The gig. Like, you've been at it. What are what are like the cool things, and what are the what are the hard things about doing that every day? Because, you know, we only do this once a week ish, and um, there are there are some weeks where I'm like, oh shit, I do not want to get on the mic today, and then I do, and everyone yeah. fires me up, and I and yeah. I leave inspired. So so, what are those kinds of things that you go through? On the morning show. Well, one of the challenges, it's a new challenge. Thank you, COVID. (laughs) Because one of the biggest challenges right now is to get people to listen to local radio when they are not in their cars. Mm -hmm. 
people are accustomed oh, to listening yeah. in their cars, but due to so many working from home, we need to get people at home. We need to get people listening on their phones with our free radio.com app. This is a plug. Download it. It's free. Get it on your smartphone. <laughs> and you can listen on your smart speakers. That has been right now of 2020. The biggest challenge is to get people to listen on their phones. Didn't even think of we that. We get them but... in their cars, but we need them. We need them beyond that. Yeah, that makes sense. And that's been that's been a challenge that's been it's been brewing over the years, but it's the biggest challenge right now in 2020. Mm-hmm. Another challenge would be talking about your life in a way that doesn't embarrass or offend any family members or friends. <laughs> Especially when you do morning radio in your hometown. Uh-huh. So that can be a challenge at times, but I I do I do have a rule that if there is going to be a story that I will talk about, I will almost always run it past that person ahead of time. And the reason why I say almost always is because I know people well enough and I know who 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 doesn't mind being talked about on the air and and who doesn't. I mean, I have relatives that people don't even know exist because they have specifically told me I'm off limits. And I respect it. that. Yeah. I respect that because they they're not the ones doing the show. They don't have a mic in front of them to tell their side of the story. But I never ever want to say something and try to get a laugh at someone else's expense. I mean, I have young nieces and nephews. I have a 15 year old who's in college. I mean, not college, high school. He's not a genius. He's not in college. He's a smart <laughs> kid. Not in college. Yet. I was like, Damn. <laughs> but you know, yeah. but you know what I mean? He's 15 years old. He's in high school. So there's definitely some things that I wouldn't want to say on the air. Right. But you also mentioned the challenge of trying to bring that energy mm-hmm. right now, this year, gosh, has it been hard? It has been so hard to, Try to put out a upbeat, positive show every day when we all are living this storm too. And we have, you know, things going on in our personal lives and we have loved ones that are maybe dealing with some issues because of COVID, losing jobs, money, the political landscape of what's going on, the race issues that happened over Mm -hmm. the summer. And we don't want to sound tone deaf and not talk about these things. But we also know that our brand is to bring people a positive, upbeat show. Right. And because of COVID, the financial impact has been huge on the radio industry. There were massive cuts that were made across all radio companies, including ours. And we lost our producer. So now we have more on our plates. And that's been hard. That's been one of the challenges. But the fun stuff is so much better than all the bad stuff. Right. We get to talk about our lives on the air. We get to laugh with people, tell funny stories. We get to connect with people all over the country that we normally wouldn't because we have this platform. We can use our platform to promote local businesses, to talk about positive ways that we can impact the community. We have our food drive, Stop the Bus, coming up with Feed in America, Eastern Wisconsin, which is the state's largest one-day food drive and the impact that that has on Milwaukee and in the greater community. I mean, you can't put a price on that. That part, it makes the job totally worth it. I mean, we're laughing and listening to Taylor Swift. I mean, that's awesome, right? <laughs> Never heard of her. No uh, better feeling. Yeah. Um, it's, it's interesting how you framed all of that because Adam and I recorded an episode right before the, you know, stay at home order came uh and 
things shut down for a while and we 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 didn't we never published it and it was right before St. Patrick's Day and we were talking about all the cool oh, fun things that were scheduled right. that yeah. one hurt yeah and then we shifted and uh we brought Liz Brodick on you know and this goes you know ties back into your college days uh we, Liz Brodick's the the uh, business improvement director uh on the east side and we sort of let that be our episode to say, okay, this is not good, but how are we going to move forward? And, and you know, we've similarly used this as a platform to, to talk about how we can keep supporting our favorite places. Um, yeah, and keep city. supporting our favorite city. Yeah, correct. During quarantine, we started something so simple. It was the 8 a.m. check-in. Mm-hmm. Anybody could call in at 8 o'clock, top of the hour, and tell us what's on their mind. How are you feeling? And we laughed and we cried and we heard from people that were trying to find jobs, which led to an on-air job fair opportunity, (laughs) which was great. And it helped people forget about COVID. Someone would call in and say, oh my God, I found out I'm pregnant. Oh my gosh, it's amazing. That's great. And like, it was such a real moment because we all just wanted that connection to know I'm not alone. Somebody else is feeling this way too. And we always say radio doesn't close. We're here for you. Mm-hmm. Cheers to that. I'm taking a drink of my beer now. Okay. Cheers to that. While you take a drink, I have a very loaded question for you. Oh, Ooh, I love it. I just like the fact that I'm not the one doing the interviewing. This is just so great. <laughs> yeah, I can I just sit back. I'm like, yeah. bring it on. We turn Ask the me whatever you want. Milwaukee, obviously your favorite city. <laughs> but what are some of your favorite things to do in Milwaukee? Favorite things have to be the festivals. I I know they didn't go on this year, but it is such a tradition to go to all the festivals. I mean, as many as I can, the ethnic festivals are my absolute favorite from working at Polish fest and German fest. Cause we always volunteer at Polish fest every year. Um, Irish fest. We went to Ireland for our honeymoon and my husband's super Irish. So we always go to Irish fest. Nice. Summer fest is huge. And I'm so proud of the city when we have these festivals. I mean, we're in the pride parade every year because it shows all the different types of people that are in Milwaukee. Mm -hmm. And I tell people all the time that don't know about our city, people here ask how you're doing and they really want to know. They'll wait around for an answer. That's that's what Milwaukee is. Yes. It it just, and it's, it's that Goldilocks kind of feel, not too big, not too small. It's just right. (laughs) But we have so many different types of people here. And when you celebrate the diversity of our city, at these ethnic festivals it just makes me proud because we are this melting pot and people come to our city and they maybe came here because someone that they knew grew up here. So that's what brought them here or they're here for business. They always leave surprised because I don't think people realize just how great our downtown is, how easy it is to get around the restaurants, the shopping, again, the people, the neighborhoods, all the different personalities that the neighborhoods bring. And, and it's, it's so easy to digest because it's in a smaller space mm-hmm. compared to if you were in a New York or San Francisco. Mm-hmm. Sure. That's just can be overwhelming. And, we, and don't even get me started on our love of sports teams too, by the way. <laughs> yeah, I, I just, I, I, that is like that, that. Those are always just the biggest party. We, we, uh, we usually wrap it up with asking about, you know, how to connect or how to follow um, where are the best places to keep up with what you're doing. But I want to add to that. Like what other things have you got going on you mentioned the the sort of the coaching uh with katrina the charisma and, Q. Yeah, yeah yeah what else what else do you have you got going on that where people can find you and, and follow 
Well, I'm really excited to work with Katrina with Charisma Q. So if anybody is interested in getting some coaching of how to perform on camera, that's really what we do. We do one-on-one coaching and it's a lot of fun. I'm learning a ton also. I mean, Katrina is such a pro. I'm learning a lot from her as well. But you can also listen every morning on The Mix, 99.1 The Mix, or on the radio.com app, which is the app that our company owns, Entercom. Mm -hmm. You can listen to any of our stations all across the country on that app. But it's an app that has everything you need in one place, from national news stories to local news stories. Our podcasts are on there. Anything on demand, if you miss the show, it even has traffic. The Waze app is connected to it as well. So it's a really great app. Favorite The Mix. But I do have my podcast, 50 Shades of K. So if you look it up, type 5050 Shades of K. Yeah, so it I, is also, not a sex podcast. Also fantastic name, though, by the way. I love yeah, play on words. Yeah. That is a shout out to my husband, Eric. He came up with the name 50 Shades of K. It's a woman's lifestyle podcast. And the name is a playoff of how with women, there's so many layers to us. There's just so many different things that matter to us and things we care about. And we talk about all of it. In the mm. podcast, I mean, we talk about sex, relationships, mental health. We talk about local things in Milwaukee. I'm always looking for new guests too. So if anybody has any guests they want to suggest, send them my way. But you can also find me on social, Elizabeth K, last name K A Y, or on Instagram, it's at Ms. M S Elizabeth K because there's so many Elizabeths. So when you try to get any kind of handle with Elizabeth, you're like, geez, everybody's named Elizabeth. And then on Twitter, it's at Elizabeth K F M. Yeah, we uh, we follow along, and uh, I, I'll add your Fifty Shades of K. If you want to come on that, you need a little bit of sass. Yeah, you need bring some it. sass. Adam bring says, the sass. Yeah, so you gotta bring your bring sass. Bring the up sass. Here. Well, and it's the podcasting is fun because it's such a nice way to communicate and talk because you don't have to worry about hitting stop sets like we have to do in radio. Sure. We're limited to how much we can talk because we have to have our commercials play at a certain time and yeah. things can, there's more adult conversations that can happen. Well guys, this was fun. Our 20 minute podcast. Uh, I'll do some editing. <laughs> well, and what did you think when you get a radio person on, we don't know when to stop talking. <laughs> oh, and we, we, we always say 20 minutes. Uh, they're almost always this long. Yeah, I I get it. I mean, my podcasts are the same way. There's times I'll break them up into two different podcasts because there's so much great stuff there. There's just, yeah. And it's fun to talk to people. And you really don't get cruising until probably 10, 15 minutes in. At least. Where everybody just starts getting comfortable with the cadence and the, and the, the conversation is flowing. Yeah. And then you get into, then you just like get into random stuff. Like we talked about kids being a step parent. Like it's, that's what's fun about doing the podcast. Well, and that's sort of what is great. I said it before. That's like what Milwaukee is, though. That's what people here are. Yeah. They talk and they want to know what's up. Yep. And yep. I feel like here we always want to find a connection with somebody. Like, where are you from? Where'd you grow up? What's your story? <laughs> because that that's just we thrive on that sense of community here. We really do. It might be. We really do. That's so funny. Besides just the, you know, the genuine love for Milwaukee, that might be actually why Adam and I do the podcast for the connection. Yeah. We just want to Honestly, that's a really good point. And, and loving the city as much as we do having a podcast that was all about the experiences of Milwaukee. I mean, we, we joke around that we just talk to the, we talk to the people that make Milwaukee cool. Yeah. That's, that's what we do. 
Yeah, it Milwaukee is so it's, it, it is one of a kind. And even though there's been opportunities to maybe go other places, I I still stand by that the city is just it's it's home. I feel safe here. Yeah. I have connections here. My family's here. I love to travel. Don't get me wrong, me but too. there's something about coming home to this place. There is something. Um, every March, April, I think about moving. <laughs> uh, when I've just completely had it, I've, I'm done with the. That's snow. why you have to take up. You have to take up a winter sport. Yeah, that's a <laughs> we, really good. Yeah, point. we talked. We talked about Adam snowboarding. It's yeah. so true. <laughs> we did. Do you do it? Do you snowboard? No, he, no. He'll get I hurt. skied. I skied once, and I. <laughs> I really loved the velocity, but I hated everybody else on the slopes. Elizabeth, thank you. Um, thank you, guys. This was awesome. Let me know yeah. when it's going to air, and I will make sure to give some love on social. You got it. I'm excited to hear it. Cool. Adam? Hey, Steve. And now? Milwaukee's own Black Belt Theater. We're off and running. We're off and running. We're off and running.